Hey guys, what's up? It's your girl Nomi Jackson here, along with the enchanting Ishii on the other line. What is up, beautiful babies? It is Wednesday, October 6, 2021 at 9.26 a.m. How are you beautiful babies doing today? Good, I hope. Good. Glad to hear it. <laughs> oh, what if you said not good? Then, mm, I'm sorry. A virtual hug for you. No, really. It's sincere. I really, really mean it. Um, let's see. It's a cloudy day here so far. Uh, I haven't actually gone outside, but um, I'm guessing it's a little, getting a little cool out there. I went uh, to the store yesterday morning and I had to wear a light jacket. So, you know, the weather's starting to change and everything. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, that's about all. That's interesting that I got to share with you guys today. Nothing exciting at all. Hopefully you guys have (laughs) more exciting stuff going on in your lives. Um, yeah, let's see. Uh, yeah, I've got nothing to tell you guys. Man, am am I this boring? (laughs) Oh, well, maybe I am. But thanks for listening anyway. Your friendship and listenages means a whole lot to me. And I really do actually appreciate you guys so much. Anyway, how about let's jump in today's history, this day on October 6th in history. Uh, let us see. In 1939, Adolf Hitler, Adolf Hitler announces plans to regulate Jewish problem. Okay. <laughs> uh, man, I wonder how Hitler, I, wonder, I really always wondered how Hitler managed to, um, get so many people to follow his command you know they could have just as easily turned on him and say no way but I don't know it's just I don't know I, I'm just amazed at some things that happen and that's one of them I don't understand but oh well anyway in 1948 earthquake in Ashgabat kills 100,000 in the Turkmen Soviet Socialist Republic in 1948, paleon <laughs> paleoanthropologist Mary Leakey finds the first partial fossil skull of Proconsul Africanus, an ancestor of apes and humans on Rasinga Island, Kenya. In 1949, U.S. President Harry Truman signs Mutual Defense Act, Mutual Defense Assistance Acts for NATO. In 1951, Joseph Stalin proclaims the Soviet Union as the atomic bomb. In 1956, scientist Alan's Albert Sabin announces that his oral polio vaccine is ready for testing. It would soon supplant Jonas Salk's vaccine in many parts of the world. Today in film and TV, in 1927, the jazz singer directed by Alan Crossland starring Al Jolson and Mae McAvoy released first film with a soundtrack. It was an honorary Academy Award winner in 1928. In 1960, Spartacus, directed by Stanley Kubrick and starring Kirk Douglas and Laurence Olivier, premieres in New York City. That's one I've never seen, but obviously I've heard about it, and I see people making jokes about it as as if it's some kind of a... um, uh, a gay movie about homosexuality. I don't know. They say that, but I I don't think 
you know, Kirk Douglas would have been in a movie like that. I mean, with his career, and especially back in 1960, um, unless that's just some kind of an inside joke, if you've seen the movie, or maybe maybe it has nothing to do with it at all. I don't know. I'm just guessing. I'm just going by what I've heard. And like I said, I don't know anything about it. So I don't know. Just wondering out loud, guys. Maybe you guys know. Today in Music in 1987, Faith, single released by George Michael. It was a Billboard's Song of the Year by 1988. In 1988, I think I mentioned it before, but a few years ago, my um, little sister, who's 14 years younger than me, um, she said she remembers me listening to that over and over when she was just a little, like a little teeny girl. She remembers me playing that over and over I don't specifically remember it but she does and then she says so I guess it must be true but uh I really really do like George Michael today in sports 1882 first world series baseball game wow that's a long time ago uh Cincinnati uh red stockings beat Chicago white stockings (laughs) at Bank Street grounds in Cincinnati of course uh, Chicago White Sox became the I mean White Stockings became the White Sox and Cincinnati Red Stockings well hmm Boston is the Red Sox so I don't know if they were also Red Stockings I'm assuming that they're just going by the color of the people's socks back then I don't know <laughs> I'm just uh, piecing this together I could be completely wrong I don't know I don't know nothing <laughs> those people at this point in my life I don't really know anything and I don't even pretend like I know crap you know what I'm saying I, I don't know nothing and the more I admit that I don't know the freer <laughs> that I feel like I don't have this pressure of trying to have to know anything so yeah anyway did you know 51 Pegasi discovered as the first sun major star apart from the sun to have a planet orbiting around it on this day 1995 I know that. <laughs> George Westinghouse, 1846 to 1914. Birthdays. These are famous birthdays. And though I don't know who he is, I am going to assume he is of uh, the Westinghouse appliances, uh, refrigerators, washers, dryers, that thing. I'm just going to take a wild hunch and say that he was behind those. I could be completely wrong, but. Oh, well, don't tell nobody if I'm wrong. (laughs) We'll fake it uh, somehow. Anyway, Helen Willis Moody, 1905 to 1998. I don't know who that is. Hmm. Let's see, Janet Gaynor. Okay, she's an actress. Her name sounds familiar. I, I know that she was in some movie that I've known. 1906 to 1984. But I couldn't tell you anything more than that. Thor Heyerdahl, 1914 to 2002. Don't know who he was. Hafez Al-Assad, 1930 to 2000. Don't know. Elizabeth Shue is 58 today. I remember her from for a while there in some movies. She was, um, man, what was that one movie she was in? Uh, I don't know. She she was in a lot of movies, but okay, there was this one movie, um, where Mark Harmon was a summer school teacher. Was the movie called Summer School? 
And I think Elizabeth Shue was one of the students, if I'm not mistaken. And then, if I'm not further mistaken, she, or was her, I know her brother, was on um, Melrose Place. I watched Melrose Place when it just started, I remember, and I thought it was a pretty decent show at first. Then it kind of got bad, so I stopped watching it, but... Yeah, I think that's what that is. She was also, if I'm not mistaken, and I don't think I am, that movie with um, Nicolas Cage. Oh, man, that really intense movie, Driving, was it Driving? Oh, Leaving, La not Leaving Las Vegas, Driving, something about Las Vegas. No, there's another movie called Leaving Las Vegas. Or no, maybe it was that one. <laughs> Guys, I'm sorry, my mind is all confused right now. But um, he he went to Las Vegas and got a, a motel room, Nicholas Cage character, and he was purposely drinking himself to death. And Elizabeth Shue was a prostitute he hired, but he he just wanted someone with him while he was drinking himself to death. That was just a really intense movie. I haven't seen it in about 20 years or so, but. Yeah, that's that's a good anti-drinking kind of a, a movie there. It was I liked it though. It was good. Uh I believe it's Leaving Las Vegas or something like that. I don't know. But anyway, so yeah, that's our today in history. Now, let's go for our song lyrics for today, guys. And as you remember, if you remember, we're doing um Temptations you know, I'm just going to go through this meditation song. And today we're doing uh, Ain't Too Proud to Beg from the 1966 album Get, Getting Ready. It charted in the UK at only 21, huh? And only at 13 in the US. Okay, that surprises me a lot. A whole lot. Because it's very popular. And I can't believe it only got up to 13 here. Hmm. Okay. Uh, let's see. Okay. I know you want to leave me, but I refuse to let you go. If I have to beg, plead for your sympathy. I don't mind because you mean that much to me. Ain't too proud to beg, and you know it. Please don't leave me, girl. Ain't too proud to plead, baby, baby. Please don't leave me, girl. Now, I've heard a crying man is half a man with no sense of pride. But if I have to cry to keep you, I don't mind weeping if it'll keep you by my side. Ain't too proud to beg, sweet darling. Please don't leave me, girl. Don't you go. Ain't too proud to plead, baby, baby. Please don't leave me, girl. Don't you go. If I have to sleep on your doorstep all night and day just to keep you from walking away, let your friends laugh. Even this I can stand because I want to keep you any way I can. Ain't too proud to beg and you know it. Please don't leave me, girl. Don't you go. Ain't too proud to plead, baby, baby. Please don't leave me, girl. Don't you go. Ooh, ooh. Now I've got a love so deep in the pit of my heart and each day it grows more and more. I'm not ashamed to call and plead to you, baby. If pleading keeps you from walking out the door. Ain't too proud to beg. You know it. Please don't leave me, girl. Don't you go. Ain't too proud to plead, baby, baby. Please don't leave me, girl. Don't you go. Baby, sweet darling, please don't go. <laughs> that, again, like I mentioned, was... Uh, Ain't too proud to beg by the temptations. And that's funny. <laughs> uh, what's his face? David Ruffin singing lead on that song. Uh, I highly doubt he was begging any woman... To keep him, I think, it, vice versa, if anything. Uh, yeah, he didn't seem the begging of a woman type. But he certainly knew how to perform and bring out emotions in song, whether or not he, you know, was like that or not. 
Anyway, this was written by Motown writers Norman Whitfield and Eddie Holland. Holland, who was part of the Holland Dozier Holland writing team, wrote the lyrics. Like many Motown hits, it's a very emotional song as the singer is pleading for his lover not to leave, but almost in a demanding way. As is his last chance, he will do whatever it takes to get his girl back, even if he has to beg. Smokey Robinson was the Temptations' main writer at this time. Motown decided to release his Get Ready instead of this song, which drove Whitfield nuts. After Get Ready didn't meet expectations, Ain't Too Proud to Beg was released from Temptations' next single. From there, Whitfield became the regular producer of the Temptations. Whitfield went on to write other Motown classics, including Heard It Through the Grapevine, and I know I'm losing you. He became the chief writer for The Temptations. This, the Ain't Too Proud to Bad concept showed up two years earlier in the Four Tops hit Baby I Need Your Loving. Um, that one was also co-written by Eddie Holland as part of Holland, Dozier, and Holland. Whitfield also produced this song. He had Temptation singer David Ruffin sing slightly higher than his normal range, resulting in the pained vocal that went with the lyrics. Whitfield had Marvin Gaye do the same thing on Heard It Through the Grapevine. Okay, and there's, you know, a few more <laughs> facts, but I won't bore you any longer, guys. <laughs> um, I guess it's a good time. I don't want to beg you guys, but I think it's a good time to mention our Mikey, Mikey Poo Michael Jackson fact for today. Uh, let's see. I get this page to pop up, y'all. I'm just stalling, waiting for it to happen. Come on now. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Mikey Poo, Mikey Poo, Mikey Poo. Okay, I'm going to read a tweet from the other day, like a few days ago, because I'm a little bit behind here. Okay, and they said on this day in 1992, which would have been October 1st, so it's not really on this day, but it's, well, you get it. <laughs> on this day in 1992, Mikey Jackson completed the first leg of his Dangerous World Tour at the Bucharest National Stadium with a sold out attendance of 90,000, and it gives you a link to watch the concert. Mm. I never watched that concert, and uh, I'm not going to watch it. Uh, as I've mentioned several times, I've not been to uh i've not seen michael in concert uh but i'm curious if any of you have gone to a michael jackson concert or a jackson concert or a jackson 5 concert um if you have i would love to hear hear about it um please hit us up you know how to reach us um the real issue jackson at gmail.com or click the link up there and leave us a voice message we would love to hear about it um no i've never been um and this is old news for the um people that have been listening to me for a long time <laughs> i'd i'd shock a lot of people if they knew that i haven't um like i said before i i'm not the hugest um quote mj fan there is um not even close uh, yeah, it, it just, it's contrary to what it looks like. I mean, if you came over my place and you saw, <laughs> well, if you saw my bedroom <laughs> and now my front door, you'd be like, oh, MJ, she's like the biggest, um, quote, MJ fan. But in reality, you know, it's not so, uh, like I've mentioned too, I've never been to a Michael concert. Um, 
Yeah, it, I just, you know, and before he had passed, I had the only record of his that I did actually own was Thriller, because I think that's, like, the best album ever. But um, other than that, no, I, I was listening to a whole lot of different things. But what people might be mistaken it for is that I'm a fan of Michael, the human spirit that he is still, because I believe he's still in spirit. Actually, I know he is in spirit alive um, he himself, not his, not his talent, not his fame, not his celebrity. I'm not a fan of those things. I'm proud of everything he's done. Um, you know, talent wise, and it was a gift from God. So I'm glad he used his gift and he glad he made it. But I'm more of a fan of the man himself. If that makes any sense. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Mm, Cause like, it's kind of like the same way, like, where you can be a fan of somebody but you don't necessarily like them as a person so it's kind of the opposite oh like I mentioned the other day like I'm a fan of Prince's music even though I didn't get a chance to um see him because you know didn't know he was gonna die and all but um and but I do plan on um going to um Paisley Park when I get the chance but um so I am a fan of his music or a lot of his music but not as a person, I, I mentioned that the other day, um, I definitely, he's not somebody I would have been friends with, I don't particularly dig his personality, you know, um, I'm sure he probably wouldn't dig mine either, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's kind of like the opposite, you know, so, like, with Mikey, while I do like a lot of his music, I'm not, like, an uber fan or not even close, not even not even I don't even rank up there man <laughs> but as a human as a beautiful spirit he's there's no one else that I like more than Mikey so <laughs> anyway uh you guys get what I'm trying to say um just a kind of a long way around the block to say I like Michael <laughs> in case y'all haven't figured that out yet but uh yeah so anyway guys <laughs> On that silly note, I guess it's time to bid you all adieu. I needed to remind you guys to, um, well, I need to remind you, first of all, that God loves you. Please talk to God today. God today, he has something he would love to share with you. And that's his time. And that's his ear. He would love to hear from you. And I'm sure he has something special and wonderful for you if you draw closer to him. You know, he'll have a little special something. He'll let you know what he needs from you. And it'll just be wonderful and special. Um, Mikey loves you. Yeah. <laughs> and so do Ishii and I. Uh, we love you too. And we want you guys to go out there and have a wonderful and beautifully blessed day. Because we love you and we think you deserve it. Take care. Love you. Odabo.